Welcome to the Sheepdog Wife Podcast. This is your host. Let's have a conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Another week has passed. One that, for myself and my family anyway, seems to have gone by a little bit faster than some others. National Police Week in Washington, D.C. did kick off this week, and that could be part of why there seems to be a sense of excitement in the air in our area that has helped time seem to pass a little bit faster. I know that my husband has been enjoying enjoying working this week and getting to see the great influx of law enforcement officers and their families, this amazing community that is built around this specific career choice, flooding into the streets of Washington, D.C. for the very special list of events that is on the calendar, as well as just to enjoy the camaraderie of being together and getting to explore the sites of our nation's capital. It's a very, it's a very exciting time, everybody. It really is. So I originally intended to use at least a portion of this episode to go through and read the names of all of the officers that we have lost over the past year. Um, I really want to make sure that while we go over the exciting and enjoyable aspects of this week, that we also take time to take a deep breath and honor those who are no longer with us, and by extension, their families that are walking down a road that we all pray we never have to experience. Quite discouragingly, however, I very quickly saw that there were too many names that have been lost over the past year for me to be able to get them organized and read and to do any justice to them. So, symbolically, I would like to read the names of eight officers who have fallen over the past year in the Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. I'm going to go ahead and get that started now. These eight officers are, I believe, going to be mentioned and honored at the memorial service um, happening in Washington, D.C. on Sunday. Um, so that is that is the list of names that I'm going to go ahead with. And of course, certainly not being able to read all names in no way diminishes the sacrifice of the very many other officers that we did lose. So I'm going to go ahead and start this list off with Officer William F. Evans of the United States Capitol Police and Officer Brian D. Sicknick, also of the United States Capitol Police. There is Corporal George R. Gonzalez of the United States Department of Defense Pentagon Force Protection Agency. Special Agent Thomas J. Monal with Federal Bureau of Investigation slash WFO. There's Officer Kiana S. Holly with the Baltimore City Police Department. <clears throat> 
Corporal Christine L. Peters with Greenbelt, Maryland Police Department. Officer Gregory M. Santagello with Frederick, Maryland Police Department. And Sergeant Frederick H. Cameron Jr. with Fairfax County, Virginia Sheriff's Office. Again, this is just a small sampling. Certainly, certainly a small percentage of those that have given everything to protect those of us who remain. So let's just have a quick moment of silence to honor them and the sacrifice that they and their families have made for the rest of the world. Thank you for taking the time to do that with me. I'd like to get into some of the other things that are happening during National Police Week. I know that this episode is coming out after the start of events, so I am going to go ahead and read off um, just the couple of things that have happened that have already passed. Um, technically, Police Week in D.C., started on May 11th and that day they kicked everything off um, by having the National Police Canine Memorial Service um, and then May 11th and May 12th um, they had the survivor's arrival <clears throat> and then uh, the 12th was actually a really an incredibly busy day um, my husband had a lot happen that day just in the number of people that he got to interact with and meet and the overtime that he put in. Um, there was the police unity tour ride in and the ceremony that followed that. Um, there was the memorial tribute concert, uh, the honor guard appreciation reception, which was an invite only event. Um, and then <clears throat> that was also the Washington Nationals Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. <clears throat> On the 13th, there was a candlelight vigil, and that was also the opening day for the, I think, pretty commonly or well-known uh, Police Week Tent City. Um, so the 13th was the first day for that. And today is Saturday, which means that we had the COPS, the COPS conference and gala today. Uh, the FOP Honor Guard team competition is today, um, which I I think it's amazing that they do that. It might just be the, the army child in me. Um, but there's, there's something about honor guards and all that jazz that just, it makes me smile. The, um, the 28th Annual Memorial March and Service, organized by the National Conference of Law Enforcement Societies, was today as well. <clears throat> and then we 
also had another um, Washington Nationals Law Enforcement Appreciation Day event. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry, that was the, the National Conference of Law Enforcement Emerald Societies. I, I misspoke on the um, Memorial March and Service organizers there. So that's what's happening today. Uh, tomorrow, May 15th, there is the National Peace Officers Memorial, as well as the wreath laying and the, the standing watch for the fallen. And that is another Washington Nationals Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. Um, I really, I appreciate their consistent appreciation during National Police Week. <clears throat> and I, I do apologize, but we are a family of cheesy dad jokes and bad puns. So you you will hear those periodically throughout the podcast, and hopefully you'll forgive me. <clears throat> the official end, at least in D.C., um, for National Police Week will happen May 16th. There is a, another uh, COPS Survivors Conference, and there is also a picnic on the patio. Um, I don't know if there will be any events um, from today through the end on Monday where I might be able to go in. I don't know how much of my husband's schedule is going to allow for him to potentially bring me in. But personally, with the young age of my children, I know that I could go in to DC myself to take a look around. But given how thick the crowds are, I just don't think that this mama would mama will be quite ready to take that on by herself. So that's what we're looking at in Washington, D.C. Um, in regards to the official list of events for National Police Week. I know that the law enforcement officers who are local to the area and are working during this week are loving the opportunity to have that camaraderie with a more significant number of visitors to the area that they're interacting with on a daily basis. I know for a fact um, that quite a few of them have made sure to stock up on their agency patches to be ready for trades when the opportunity comes up. And they are very eager um, to be approached about that. So if you have any uh, loved ones who are considering asking someone who is on duty in Washington, D.C., do not worry about that. They're not going to be upset in any way. Um, you're probably actually going to absolutely make their shift for them. So <clears throat> I'm sure you all already know that anyway, but just throwing it out there. For my household, since my husband is working through the entirety of Police Week, I am hoping and planning to get my girls in on a little bit of local celebration. I know that um, the city police where we live in our home, I've already checked with them, are 
able to accept gifts that are brought to them from people in the community. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to get my girls to participate in maybe doing some pictures or coloring or something like that. And hopefully, if I can get my act together, get some baking done and be able to bring them uh, a little a little package of goodies just to thank them for everything that they do for our community. I feel very blessed by the fact that we are surrounded by what I think is a very good local police department. Um, even though we are in a relatively small town. Um, and I'm also thankful that at least from what we've seen, it seems that we are located in an area that is still rather supportive of law enforcement. And I know that that is a privilege to have in this day and age and certainly don't want to, <laughs> don't want to ignore that fact because that is a blessing. So I don't know about you guys, what you're thinking you are coming up with for National Police Week. I would absolutely love to hear what you guys have done with the week, with the day, what some of your annual traditions are, what your law enforcement officer or first responder likes to do. I know that there have been a lot of non-specifically law enforcement faces that have shown up in D.C. for this very special chain of events. Um, there have been a lot of first responders showing up in support as well, which I think is absolutely wonderful because we all know that this isn't just a law enforcement community. It is a first responder community, a community of those sheepdogs, that word that you know I adore so much, that stand as a line to protect those who need protecting from those who would prefer to do damage. So thank you to everybody who is serving in that capacity, even if it's unofficial. So instead of having me continue to chat your ears off when you're probably sick and tired of hearing my voice by now, at least on its own. I thought it would be fun to um, use this last little bit of time in this week's episode um, to go over some songs that uh, are supportive of law enforcement or just bring a smile to my face. I know some of these have been popularly floating around some of the um, law enforcement wife or spouse pages on Facebook. So I'd like to just share some of those with you here and see how we enjoy them. Um, just put our listening ears on together and try to enjoy each other's company, even though this is a little bit of a alternative format. First off, we have Courageous by Casting Crowns, Thin Blue Line by Austin Wallert, the Weight of the Badge by George Strait. Stay in the Fight by Chase Curl. One Call Away by Charlie Puth. The Ones That Didn't Make It Back Home by Justin Moore. Officer Down by Chase Curl. Thin Blue Line by Justin Heflin. And finally, The Thin Blue Line by Eddie Bush.
And I would definitely recommend listening to all of those songs in that particular order. And maybe make up a Spotify playlist. I hope you enjoyed that little montage mashup of what I think are some excellent songs um, that speak to the emotions of what our loved ones go through um, and some that also just brought a smile to my face personally. I'm going to go ahead and list the titles as well as the um, recording artists for all of these song clips in the description of this podcast episode. So if there was anything that you noticed you really liked, I want you to be able to find that and support that artist and and continue to enjoy that music uh, throughout the day and the days ahead. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up a little bit faster than my previous episodes have been. If you're enjoying my content, please go ahead and give me a follow. And I am looking forward to touching on some more topics with you next week. God bless.